is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys, streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line, Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And we are here getting you set for a divisional playoff matchup that is now fast approaching at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum on Saturday night, 7-15 Dallas time, 5-15 on the left coast, the Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams. We're awaiting the arrival of Mickey Spagnola as usual, the grand arrival of Mickey we got Brian Broaddus here. We've got Rob Phillips here. And this is uh, really our last installment of Talking Cowboys as it is for this week because it's travel day on Friday. Mickey and Rob will be aboard that Cowboys charter. Now, Brian will be along tomorrow to uh, right. bring us yeah. some stuff on Friday. Yeah, 11 well. a.m. We've got uh, myself, Nate Newton, Taylor Stern, and then Lindsey Draper. So it's kind of a... It's kind of an all-star cast of various programs that we have here on our platform. So those left behind. Yeah, those left behind. <laughs> yes, it'll kind of be your cowboy pregame show. Uh, there you go. Great. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we bring that up to point out that this is our our real our final preview on talking cowboys yeah. of the divisional playoffs. So right. We'll make our picks at the end of the show. Our picks to click and God, so I hope forth. I'm better on that pick to click, by the way, guys. Mm. Well, what I do with Sean Lee? Why would I do that? Because Sean Lee is only one of the better players that's ever lined up for this yep, team. And yep. all of a sudden, could Sean Lee be a – I'm sorry, Bill, I'm taking No, 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 go Could Sean it. Lee be an inactive? I don't think so. Man, I – Oh, boy, you both gave me that look like – Rob, give me that look like, oh, Brian, please. Well, could he be an inactive <laughs> if you're trying to get guys – if you're struggling with your receiver's health? Okay. And we're – we've talked about this now. I guess it's not impossible because he was an inactive a couple weeks ago because of numbers. Yeah, because, but that was because he was only going to play a small handful of plays. Although yeah. he only played four defensive snaps. Was last that week. was that the Tampa Bay game? Yeah, yeah. And then he that was, so that was an important game. Yeah, and the, but the reason why he was your pick to click was he got twenty four snaps against the Giants. Was building back up. No, and he had a know? great game against the he had a great game against the Seahawks the first time. And I felt like okay, here's an opportunity. For him to kind of jump in there and, and be a part of this, but well, I think not one to of the, be one limited of the, snaps, limited snaps by the defense overall, right? Yeah. Right. So, and I think one of the things you, you look at too, and obviously uh, with the injury issues on the offensive line, you've got to have extra. You got to make sure you got enough personnel there, and the injury issues at wide receiver as right. well. But also, I think when you. Every week when you put your game day roster together, you have to anticipate what if so-and-so gets hurt. What I mean, yeah. even someone who's not nursing an injury. And so you want to have Sean Lee there in case. Yeah. Yeah. And, I just you – know. I don't see it. A guy of that quality in a playoff game, yeah. even if you don't well, have – that last week, Robert. I, I know. I know. But it, I, think, I also think that just his, his mere presence on the – on the sideline is impactful. Uh, you know, he'd be there even if he's not suited out. Yeah. But 
You know, I just think he has too much of an influence on this team that as a leader on this team and so forth that, I mean, it would. Be, I, I think it would come down to, okay, we have to have these other guys available more so yeah. than him. It would be, it'd be a last straw, I think. You yeah. trying to take uh, Sean Lee's helmet away? I was. I, I was. I was. I was trying to figure out a way, Mickey, because you know we got into that yesterday about you know what's going to happen with these receivers, what's going to happen with the tight ends, what's going to happen with the offensive linemen. Can you afford to go into a game a little light at offensive line? Can you afford to go in, especially with what's going on with Cole Beasley? I don't think this team is out of the woods on that one yet. I really don't. And, uh, you know, I, I think that they need to, as, as a veteran player as is, and as much as, you know, you could say, okay, well, he doesn't need practice reps, you know, there might be something more there that we need to think about. Well, but then there's an inactive. Yeah. Jarwin's an inactive. Yeah. Uh, you've got two guys on a, a rookie linebacker and a rookie defensive lineman inactive. That's four already. Quarterback is Quarterback's your, five. So David I, Irving is six. And so I don't think it's really hard to get there if those guys indeed, and it didn't sound good yesterday about Beasley and Jarwin. If so. those indeed okay. can't go. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm so give us, give us an update off go. the top because that's much different than what we had yesterday. So. Yeah, um, during, I mean, those, guys, Cowboys those two guys did not practice again. Yeah. And, you know, it was starting to look like, okay, they're trying to get them to Saturday, right? Right. And then when they don't practice two days in a row, um, you're thinking yesterday at least limited because today's kind of a lighter practice. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, I think you start worrying about the those two, especially when the uh, H – a came out on Jarwin high ankle. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. So it, that's concerning. I don't. I think Beasley's going to be there. I'm worried about him, Mickey. I, I, I'm, I'm dancing with Mickey I, on this one. Really? I'm. I mean, I. It, so did he do something again later in the game? I think it's it, just it been an the, ongoing thing. Well, it was kind of the same same thing, but it was different than what he dealt with earlier in the season and what he's still dealing with. That was more of the foot. This is more of the ankle. It's the same foot altogether. And it, I think it, yeah, it may be adding up on him, you know, and, and this is, it's not a short week, but he didn't have the benefit of if they played the saints, another extra day to try to get ready. So we'll see. I mean, he's a guy I think could not practice this weekend. Oh, there's and, no and question. Be a game there's time no decision question. and go. No question. Uh, but um, it may take it all the way to game time. We'll I mean, it's see. kind of a foot ankle. Mm -hmm. yeah. At this point, so yeah, and you ankle. Know, I mean, the, the, the only good, <laughs> the only good sign I saw yesterday. At least both of them were out there on the cords. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good practice. point. Good point. So that's that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. But uh, I think from my understanding, uh, there, there's a, there's some worries internally. There, let me ask you guys this. This is coming for our Periscope folks. If Lee doesn't dress and something happens to Vander Esch like we saw in the Giants game, would would there be a riot? No. <laughs> you think there would be a riot, a fan riot? Oh, Joe Thomas, get in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of that, and that's what well, I'm talking about. Yeah. Is okay, what if something happens to either oh, one of sure. those guys? You yeah. Know? And Jason did explain some of the Sean Lee decision with the four snaps. You know, they had twenty two I think I said this earlier in the week. They had two defense twenty two defensive snaps some three and outs and the flow of the game didn't really dictate it for, for those two young linebackers to come out of the game. And then in the second half, they rolled with the young guys, but 
if he dresses, and I think he will, I'd be surprised if he didn't. Mm-hmm. I would expect more than four snaps. That that was oh, I did border too, Robert. Borderline, borderline I did shocking. I me. did too. And yeah. then, you know, last week I I'm acting like I'm some kind of expert here, sitting here talking on the radio and saying, "Oh, watch Sean Lee. Sean Lee's this. Sean Lee's this. Sean Lee's this." And then you know, all of a sudden, that's totally fair. He is Sean Lee. I mean, he is, and he is healthy. He's is healthy he? enough to play? Yeah. Is he? Yes. I mean, he's. he's Am I making too much of this? Am I making too much of what Sean Lee is now? Mickey, in 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 what respect? Like am I am I am I, or... am I seeing? Don't throw dirt on Sean Lee. Is that right oh, or no, wrong? No, You're not yeah, wrong at no, all. I, not wrong. He could still play. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I think you know it comes to a point where you see it's rolling. Why it, why change? Yeah, you know dramatically. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's uh, fair. And you know I I think they they need him. You would have to get a gun out to get his helmet away from him. Well, and the other part of it goes at just the end of that the, way, at the right? end of the season I, I, is you also <laughs> that want way, but yeah, even like the Tampa Bay game. Okay, they wanted to, to make sure that he's ready for the postseason. They're clinching that day, right? You know, and they and they wanted to make sure. Well, it's the postseason. It's yeah. you know, and I thought that last week, Bill. Yeah. I thought well, he was but, there. But Mickey's he right was there, there too. But the opportunity. Mickey's didn't... right. He, yeah. the, the young guys are playing so well that you're like, if you know, when you do take them off the field, it's noticeable. We got some concrete proof about how well Leighton Vander Esch has played this season. He didn't make the Pro Bowl, but he got the higher honor to be an All Pro. Yeah. Mean, that that is as big a compliment as you can get, and that shows what he's done. Who votes on that? All by the way, long. guys that... from the AP, I believe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like Skyler's voting on that? Uh, I think, so. think he has a vote. Ah, good for him. If he if he got him elected, good for him. So is that a higher honor if the media is voting for it? It's considered a higher <laughs> it's considered <laughs> one. Hall of Fame. You know what? It it, it it may somewhat be a more knowledgeable one. <laughs> yeah. Think about think about the players that you know, when the players I want vote. I want the coaches to vote on one. Well, they do have it's a coach slash player uh, ballot. But then there's fans. There's there. fans involved in that one, though. But, the, but not that. It's not to that extent. Yeah, Pro Bowl matters, and you, it's 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 legit. You know where obviously. fans can help you in a voting. You know where fans with fantasy football. I think people watch, especially the skill guys. I mean, they they watch these players. Yeah, but there's too much bias. Uh, you mean biases for for your guy? Uh, as if you're a fantasy football follower. Yeah, even no. Oh, how about voting, Pittsburgh? If you're voting, for, how about those Pittsburgh writers? They line up. If you're voting for the Pro Bowl, as yeah, I'm saying, yeah, you may be knowledgeable, but you're going to vote with. I kind of well, you're I also feel voting like, on strictly stats. I kind of feel like that these fans watch these guys and know that San Diego, or San Diego, God, why did I say San Diego? The Chargers yeah, yeah. have got a pretty good yeah. receiver, Keenan Allen. You know, maybe not watching the linemen as much. No, but you know. But that goes for players too around the league. But then they're, they have to they're go not to studying a, like PPF for oh, that. Oh no, right? no. P, uh, how about pro football? Oh, PFP or whatever. No, no. How about that? They said that that Tyron Smith was the best tackle in football. Didn't give up a sack. PFF did pro football. Sure did. Focus. Sure did. Antoine Woods was not a fan of them the other day on Twitter. No, no, he shouldn't be. But but here they had the top. Front sevens in the league, I think. Oh, yeah. And then Dallas wasn't even the top five. Yeah. That's yeah. That doesn't yeah. seem accurate. Yeah. There were some there were some teams. I mean <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying though. We're, we're but trying what, to but pull what do you Mickey say? But dude, what do you say when the, when when a, an organization comes out and says Tyron Smith's the best tackle in the league? 
Are you going to disagree with them? Or when they said, or Byron, you're going to agree with them and say, wow, maybe they got one right here. Or when they said Byron Jones was the best corner in the league about midseason. So maybe they're 50 50, you know? Maybe it's, it's Mr. 50 50. It's not too bad. Bill, what's wrong with so, Byron Jones? You know, we had Everson Walls on our Cowboys Insider oh, show. Oh, this ought to be interesting. And uh, he's he's not concerned, at least publicly, mm-hmm. about Byron <laughs> Jones. He was yeah. critical of him on at the end of the game, uh, the Seattle game. Yeah. He didn't know what he was doing uh, at we, the end of that game. We figure that one out ourselves. Yeah. Did you ever? No, I didn't. On the that's, that's dropped the ball there. On the, um, I, but, need, I need to get that one taken. But he, he was looking at it like he just can't – let a guy run down the field like like what Byron did. He was critical of Byron. Has it been on one play point. though, Mickey? Yeah. Has it been one player? We start oh, to see. No, we think... starting to see some cracks. Well, I know that not every corner can. I know they make they throw look, for five hundred yards in this game. I get it. I get the, it. The two guys from the Rams have twelve hundred yards receiving. Yeah. So that doesn't mean every corner in the There's no question. Is, is and they had another garbage. one who was There's on no pace question. for 1,200 yards. Yeah. He got hurt. Yeah, he exactly. Got hurt. Thank, yeah. oh, I was about to say, <laughs> thank just, God he got hurt. It's the league. You know, it's the league. <laughs> he's had a, yeah, he's had a really good year. I mean, so, the big thing with Everson, you know, Everson intercepted passes in his sleep. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah. when That's he the sees difference. a guy making the Pro Bowl without any picks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be. But, it, but the, the league is different now yeah. than what it was when Everson played, too. There aren't interceptions across the league like there were in the 80s. So, talking about the human log again on. He's getting Monday, some airtime this morning. week, man. Welcome to, the, welcome to the party, folks. Yeah. It's only been 17 weeks of the human log. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, but see, everybody's late to the party. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Welcome to the party. Mickey was grumbling about this in the locker room yesterday. It's like all of a sudden, oh, look at this everybody's guy, talking Antoine Woods. He, everybody's he, talking uh, the human log? He doesn't like the L.A. folks coming out here and asking Antoine Woods questions because we've been doing it for... And of well, course, he, him being but he's, an that's where he's guy. from. But it's though, a big right? story. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why he's, yeah. you know, he's getting a lot of play. If they were really Going doing their job, they would have noticed him like we did in training camp. That's they right. Were right down the road. They wouldn't even have to take a, no, we a were all, plane ride to Dallas to talk to him. They could have just gone with the Ventura Freeway. I was saying, who's the idiot fighting <laughs> Travis Frederick there? <laughs> that's what I was saying. Who's that idiot? You know? I'm telling you. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. He was you're on right. top of you were right. You were right. Day when I was talking to Clancy Pendergrass. Yeah. And he comes walking by and and Clancy said hi to him. And I said, Who's that guy? Yeah. And he goes, That's my guy. And I go, What do you mean it's your guy? He goes, He Southern Cal. He, yeah. he I, I love him. He goes, This guy can play. I yeah. don't know what happened in what Tennessee. What happened in Tennessee? I mean Oh, let me tell you what. Hey, we all put on the two we have the two stupid pills and a cup of Gatorade. We tell you that all the time. <laughs> I mean he was you back mean the two and stupid forth. pills. Yeah. Now, he was he was squad. he was waved injured in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. and that and that kind of tells you that they wanted to need kind of keep him around and then they and then they got rid of him after they got the injury settlement right yeah because it was may it was late may when he signed right sometimes you just need to go to the right coach sometimes you need the right system the right system you need rod marinelli play a three four i don't yes they do yes so he he fits none of not a fit he is a perfect rod marinelli player just motor up the field. See, this is this is why this is why for the draft show when we start talking about one techniques, this is why we should never talk about a one technique technique being drafted high here, because he will go find yeah. a human log. Mm-hmm. Sure, he will. He'll go find Antoine Woods, and he'll go, and that'll be his his, and that'll be what Rod Marinelli and Chris Richard and they'll say. We don't need a we don't need to draft a a, a Vita Vea. 
We need. We just need Antoine Woods. Or who was the guy in the, uh, the Frederick draft where they passed? Everybody thought they should have picked him. Oh, the guy in Minnesota, Sharif Floyd. Sharif Floyd. Yeah. Floyd. Yeah. yeah. In the fifth he was more of a draft. three. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Jerry Jerry sees him and he goes, "Hey, I see you out there. Don't let up." Yeah. And Woods goes, "I don't know what that means." Mm-hmm. And I'm going, "Ooh, that's that's pretty bold to tell the owner you've never talked to before." Yeah. So the next day, I said, "Well, I got to go talk to this guy." And this was before the fight, and it might have been, it might have been the um, I can't remember which was first, the fight or the goal line when they put him on the goal line. The fight, the the fight was first okay, because it got it got him the goal next, line reps, right? And he did the the worm crawl, yeah, yeah, and made yeah. the tackle, and I asked him <laughs> about that. So we were talking. And I said, okay. He go, I said, I'm keeping an eye on you. And he turns around as he's walking off, looks at me, and he goes, don't blink. And I'm yeah. going, oh, this guy's pretty cocky for uh, yeah. somebody I thought was a camp body. And then, he, he lo lived. and behold, we've got T-shirts now. Don't blink. That's his motto, man. He lives by it. Yeah. Don't blink. And, but the thing about him is he, was, he started as a true freshman at USC. Tells you a lot about a high school. kid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. At that position, especially yeah. at that level. Yeah. Oh no, USC's had some defensive linemen. Just go through the history of that. And bunch. he's kind of inner city LA, right? He is where he's where Woodland he, Hills, Taft Woodland High Hills? School, Woodland Hills. Okay. Can't say I know much yeah, about Woodland. Woodland, Woodland Taft High is known to produce some athletes yeah, out of that. I, okay. I recognize that. that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So. Uh, but and that's when when I looked at his bio during, in the preseason and I saw that I said and that's where I and having seen him stand up to and challenge Pro Bowl offensive linemen, I'm like, okay, this this guy's got something. No, he's an idiot. He's just enough off center yeah, to yeah. play nose tackle or. Yeah, but he also tackle. had enough ability. Um, as a teenager to start at USC. That's that. I think that's impressive right yeah. there. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, but Jarwin, you think, uh, is not I, looking good. I, I, I'm worried. About and that was that late one. in the game that he got hurt. Yeah. yeah so. Just kind of hearing some things on Jarwin and it, it sounds like a, a very significant injury. Like Mickey was talking about with the high ankle, but just kind of visiting with some folks. They feel like that Jarwin's going to talk himself into playing in this game. That he's going to find a way to to saddle up, and when they get to the warm ups and stuff, that you know, tape it up, do what you have to do, treat it, whatever. And I'm going to go play, and that's kind of where that's. And I think that's the the most positive thing you could say about a young guy right there that he realizes how important this is. You know, I think Cole Beasley understands how important this is too, but uh, we'll see if his injury keeps him from playing. Now, at do least you, with Beasley, Tavon Austin looks like he's. Yeah, I talked to him yesterday. He said I'm getting better and better. Yeah, uh, but you got somebody you can put in the slot there that kind of plays that position. Cooper can play in the slot too. If yeah, and Cooper to. can yeah. go in the slot also. But then somebody's got to play outside. Yeah, um, from the tight end standpoint. That's it's hard. I'm sure that's why Jarwin's looking at it and saying, "I got to help those guys out." They're down to two tight ends. Well, then what do you can, do? Can Witten be ready by tomorrow night? <laughs> will he? Sure, will, he could. Will he clear <laughs> waivers Saturday night? Will yeah. he clear waivers? Let me ask you this though: If the, the playoff teams left, if Dallas were to try, if he, if Dallas were to have to, if they put him through waivers, who's left? Is Philadelphia? Philadelphia's got a worse record than Dallas, right? As far as the playoff teams that are left, the only one. Yeah, so they would, would they, they would be the only team that, that would well, can maybe. Oh, well, okay, 
You'll see if somebody else would put wait, in a wait, claim. Wait, does he have, would he really have to go through waivers? Yeah, yes, he really would. All right, okay. Yeah. Let's say you don't just Saints, activate him off. No. Let's say the Saints beat the Eagles. Yeah. The Cowboys beat the Rams. Right. Cowboys. Well, obviously. I mean, how many how many tight ends Cowboys have on the roster right now? Uh, three. 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 If Jarwin, oh, okay. Yeah. We, we, minus Jarwin. Two. Two. That's right. And they have a they have a emergency they have a tackle that plays as their thirteenth right. personnel right. guy. Yeah. So Noah for Brown. the NFC championship game next week. <laughs> there Yeah. There there well, would be wait nothing... a minute. Don't the other teams get to participate in the waivers? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Not yeah. just the teams that are playing. Right. But no, 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 no. When they you're out, when you're out, you're out. So who would have first well, you claim? Could, you could claim them for the future. So uh, if the Eagles get beat, who would have first claim? If the Eagles got beat, Dallas – well, Dallas is the one putting him on waivers. Yeah. But somebody so else – So then it would be – yeah, right. The Colts. Say the Colts got through, you know? Yeah, the Colts would, have a worse record, but Colts beat him. you. <laughs> would anybody claim him? That's the question. No one's going to claim. No one's going to claim him because they, they he know they know he's not playing for anyone but the Cowboys. Would Sean Payton you know? claim him in an NFC championship? Just, yeah, just, 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 just to keep him from Dallas? No doubt he would. No doubt he would. No doubt he would. Absolutely. If Sean Payton so ran in $200,000. By the way, he took our idea. I think you guys talked about that. Rolling the trophy in there with cash. Uh-huh. Who did that? Sean Payton that did that. Such, that is such a Sean Payton. Yeah. What did he do? He rolled the Super Bowl trophy in $227,000. Cash. cash in their locker room just yes. like what we were talking goes, about we goes, talked about this he's listening to talking cowboys yeah. he goes he is well, he really is he, he goes, goes <laughs> you want this yeah. three blanking games yeah win three blanking games it. yeah i missed that yeah yeah that was a big it. deal yesterday yep everybody's on the on the things can we stop this nonsense <laughs> okay we got it we'll stop the nonsense if you just seen Jason Garrett, he was kind of like he was going with the nonsense. Oh, let me let me. Uh, well, we're up against a break, but I'll yeah. just bring it up anyway. Yeah. Did Jason Witten, when he retired, think that this team was going had a chance to go one win away from going to a NFC? Well, he thought that he thought that two years ago when when they had a rookie quarterback and a rookie and a rookie runner. And I think that would, he probably thought uh, that was his best chance. Maybe not. Maybe no, I, would, think, I wouldn't maybe say not. not. But at the same not time. Not after he broadcast that Tennessee thought, loss. You think <laughs> if, he thought, if he thought this team had a real chance to go to the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl, would he have retired? Maybe not. But at the same time, he might have looked at it and said, all right, they're offering me this. This is a great gig, and I may just play one more year anyway. Uh, why don't I just? Well, it, is this you know? TV season over? It's over. It's over. It's yeah. over. All right. It's over. And that's why this it's is over Monday. Yeah. We're working on five minutes on this hypothetical. <laughs> no, but but I, I, do, I just bring that up in context with uh, how f- the expectations for this team, the real expectations for this team coming into this season, what were they and where they are right they now? They were going to fight to make the playoffs. I think everybody thought they were going to be competitive. Uh, but this thing flipped when they made a trade after he called that Tennessee game too. Mm-hmm. So there's a pretty key player that was not on the roster when he and when he bowed out because you know. because what, where were they at wide receiver at the time that he made his decision? They had just released Des Bryant yeah. and they had not replaced him. Yeah, All right. So anyway, well, call him. Text All right. him right now. All right. Yeah. Do you believe that they didn't reach out to him this yeah. year? No. 
because he still had to clear waivers. You say you do or do not believe that they reached out to him? I, I don't believe Remember that report did, that okay, they reached you out said, to him? Oh, yeah, Ken. Yeah. Yep. I said no, I right. don't believe it because yeah. they still had to clear waivers. There's guys yeah. doing radio that said he, they did. You know, what, what was he probably thinking? He was at the Saints game just to watch the right, game. Was. What was he probably thinking sitting in that suite watching them win that game? You know, he's probably like, man. <laughs> this could be it. You know, they had it tied in. They just scored more than thirteen yeah. points. <laughs> All right, we ponder that. We take your phone calls at eight 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 five five two two nine seven. That's eight 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 Jack Del Rio, Bob Hayes. Leroy Glover when we come back. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. You want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Tommy John time. In football, often the quickest plays... Mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. No comments? What do you got there, Bill? 
I've got, you want to go boxing, DCC prep classes, or the Star District? Go boxing. They want us to go boxing. Okay, we're going boxing. IBF welterweight champion Errol Spence Jr. is set to defend his title against four-division world champion and current WBC lightweight champion Mikey Garcia on March 16th at AT AT&T Stadium. You won't want to miss this highly anticipated blockbuster showdown. Tickets on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticket provider of AT&T Stadium. And Rob Phillips says Mikey Garcia is a worthy opponent. Could have been a contender. And listening listening to Victor do the promo for that, it's Garcia. Oh, yeah. No R. You going to go? One way or another, either getting a press pass or buying a ticket. I'll go with you. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to see Mickey as a judge, like leaning on the, you know, like how they lean on the the, the ring and they kind of look up, you know. Got a little scorecard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only done that. uh, Mickey Spagnola (laughs) scores the event. It was a a small. 126 to 124. Small time fight in Kansas City. And the, the, Press credential was right on the apron. Uh, Jack Johnson of the bare knuckles. The ring. There it is. Johnson. All I know is at one point there was blood spattered on my notebook. Yeah. Did you go? Come That's on. That's how close you were. So did they use it, boxing gloves? And he had to, had to did write around big letters. Big letters around the blood. It's like what ah, are they doing? Blood. Ah. <laughs> that was a pretty good fight, by the way. He put it in his back pocket. He didn't care. <laughs> he just folded it up in his back pocket. Blood and all. He didn't care. It was it was a guy from Kansas City, and he was fighting mm, Jerry uh, Quarry. No, he's some, somebody bleeds. He was fighting the nephew. <laughs> nephew of what? Well, you know what? It was the same type of fighter. Oh, yeah, a thin, guy that just took all the punches and uh, just kept coming forward. Oh, you recognize Jerry Corey's name when I said like, it, right? Like Chavalo, yeah. you know, remember him? Oh, yeah. Chivalo. All he did That's was take right. punches and kept coming Kelly forward. Kelly Chavalo, right? Yeah, Kojak. <laughs> This show is all about naming names that I have no idea. Brett Kojak? Mo Claiborne or Orlando Scandrick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Got those. Got those. Oh, jeez. All right. I remember, he, he, was, he was fighting the nephew of a really good fighter. I can't remember who it was. Hmm. He was all right to go too. to a phone call. I am Clubber ready. Lang. Probably yes. get us back on track. Clubber Lang. <laughs> Drago? Let's go to Josh in North Carolina. You're next up on Talking Cowboys. Josh. Good morning, guys. Morning. How are we doing? Good. Good, good. All right, guys, I got a question for you. I know since he was incepted into this league, I have been a Dak fan from the beginning. But my question to you guys is, do you think that it's going to take an NFC championship win to maybe, you know, take some of the pressure of the haters on Dak? Well, I would think, he probably needs to win the Super Bowl because if he loses the NFC title game, then it'll be I told you so. And the yeah. good thing is there's no pressure on him from what he hears from fans. Uh, yeah. and, and, but people don't, I mean, and people don't me, change I mean, you know, their minds. Watching, you know, Dak's intangibles. I mean, you know, he is such a good person. And, you know, it, I, I would love to see him really go and just, just win it all because, I mean, I, I feel that, you know, with the way that he carries this team, I, I think he deserves it. I think even now the narrative has stopped about being – Mickey, I, I, I understand where you're going with that, 
but I think that I think fans respect him now. Yeah, I do too. But I, I think, I think it's I, one loss, and uh, we'll hear it again. Yeah, but that's again, that's to me. I think there's going to be far less of that in this the end of the season than than what we've heard. I mean, the team was three and five and not doing well, or last year when it was in the middle of a run and he wasn't playing well. I think the I think the national narrative is changed on Dak Prescott. I think there's more respect there. I really, really do. I don't know how I don't know how you can evaluate the way he plays and not respect that. Well if you are, then you're you're just you're looking for clicks or for to, to move the meter the other way to just to piss people off. So one one paragraph in my column for Friday that's already been written will point out that if you're still watching yeah. stuff on television. Sure. And nothing against people who telestrate. Yeah. But you can find anything on film. There's no question. To support your narrative. Yeah. No question. And if, no question. If I hear one more time, look at this wide re- this receiver. He's wide open. Right. Circle him. Right. And he threw it over here. Right. So does that happen to any other quarterback? But because the narrative on him is yeah. he doesn't see the field, they go find a oh. play out of 60 and say, okay, see, there's my point. You well, could have killed Drew Brees in the Dallas game. Sure. You could have absolutely murdered him. The eye level, uh, mechanics, everything you want to murder a quarterback on, you could have. I think Bill said it on our show a couple weeks ago. Fans and us too. We don't watch everything every quarterback in this league does. We don't see sure. every flaw for every sixty play game, and oh. and so we're this is this is our quarterback in our city. So we dissect it, and it's never perfect. That that, that position can't ever be perfect because you it, you need a confluence of help around you. Yeah, and I think one reason he's he's earned. I agree with you. He, he's earned respect. The narrative on especially on social media has changed. I think yeah, it absolutely that, has. And um. And that's a hard thing to change, by the way, yeah. as negative as that place can be. But um, he's doing it without, you know, that perfect offensive line that we've seen him have like two years ago. And that, you know, that's part of the narrative leading up was, well, it's got to be all perfect around him. It hasn't been all perfect around him. And what he does, particularly late in games, I think that earns respect from fans more than anything. If you're clutch, fans respect that as much as any other trait that a quarterback can have. Philip, what about if you just win? Yeah. That that too, but doing things in big moments to get wins yeah. is huge from the quarterback position. Well, yeah. Philip Rivers to me is mechanically is not a perfect quarterback. Mm-hmm. No. I'll take Philip Rivers all day because I think he plays on a tremendous amount of guts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you that give Kansas me a city game, was you, great. yeah, give me a quarterback that that, that is just a gut player. You know, and I'll and I'll overlook a lot of the things that Mickey was talking about. I can't see this or can't do that. You know, I bet if you went back and analyzed mechanics, uh, Roger Staubach, mm-hmm. awful, no right? doubt, awful, no doubt. awful. There's a lot of com- Never. similarities. There. Awful, but, but, but he figured out how to win. He won. Yeah, had a had a really nice team around him too. But Mickey, won. you're right too in that in this organization that this. Fans of this franchise, that's the bar. He's probably always going to have a segment that doesn't believe until he wins a Super Bowl. Whether that's well, fair or not, they're, they're, it's their guy Romo didn't win one. There you go, and he and I don't that think that makes he, him no less of a quarterback in in, in my eyes. People, I know, but and, people still, it was a polarizing figure. He was think polarizing until the day he left. The only quarterback in this team's history that wasn't polarizing through his entire career was Staubach, because they turned on Aikman. At the end, yeah, they turned on Meredith. 
yeah. right? They turned on Danny White. They turned on Romo. It, it's just amazing how uh, how that happens with quarterbacks. The well, only the one fa- that the escaped fan ba- the was fan Staubach. Base, the fan base turned on him? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The only one that escaped that was Staubach. And maybe good well, for him. He, he, well, he retired. He re- well, he, no, he, he retired in 10 enough. years. Yeah, he played 10 years. That's, That's all he right. played. And, and, yeah, he's got such a late start on his career. Yeah. You know, and, and so he was 34, 35 when he retired, whatever age he was. And um, so he didn't have that downturn. Yeah, that, that was that yeah. happened with the team when Aikman was here. Yeah, you know? the team was. And still if you good. think yeah. about it, you know everybody brings up Terrell Owens and the star and what he did and how disgraceful and that was embarrassing. No, the embarrassing thing was people were booing Troy Aikman in that game, that very game they were booing him yeah. after everything he did. Same thing with Meredith. You know, they oh you can't win a big one. They got to get rid of this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they were fortunate that Staubach was sitting there in the wings. Well, and then it took three years before they for fig- Tom to figure it out, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they had Greg Morton sitting in the wings too. Yeah, so yeah, I, 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 I just kind of feel like there's been a turn. Yeah, I and I, and I, I respect what you're saying, Mickey, but I think there's been a turn and, on this quarterback, and the, the turn has come this week. After I, I think the Russell turn, Wilson I think, and the Seahawks. I think the turn has come through the last nine weeks. Okay. You know, if you think about it, half this guy's victories are come from behind victories. Well, I think a what big, a better measuring stick than that. No better measuring stick. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about being clutch and winning games, Staubach made a career, a 10-year career Captain of being clutch. Combat. And the ironic part is one of the big turning points, I think, was week 17 in that quote-unquote meaningless game where he put it on his shoulders. Didn't yeah, have Zeke, yeah, didn't, didn't have, have starting been. offensive linemen. He, was the, he ran the show Yeah, and, and clutch. You know, you realize they've won 11 games this year and only won by more than one possession, by more than eight points. Only one. Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. That was it. Yeah. That's it. That's just this guy's played. He's it, 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 the pressure on him every week to perform is huge. It's immense. It's you know, almost, it, it's it, almost like he embraces it. Sure, he does. Sure, he does. It's almost you know, like he's smiling through it. Yeah. He, well, he went through it in college in Mississippi State. Do you think it I wasn't told pressure you the story. on him there? We're all the yeah. first round picks. We're all the we're all the first round picks and second round picks that were that got this Mississippi State team to the number one team in the country. After they started four and five that season, <laughs> that previous season, and yeah. then and, and then he won twelve he won straight twelve straight oh. games to the point they were the number one team in the country yeah. midway through the next season. Yeah. And this season they start three and five, and they had twelve games left to win the Super Bowl. Well, they did stub their toe once, I think, but they've won now eight out of nine on the way to Atlanta. I think the I think the the problem. With with this day and age is with the social media and stuff and people having opinions and stuff that they get too dug in on their opinion. You know, the, you know, I, and I, I accuse those guys on the radio station, one Oh five, three that we do work for. I say, you guys are too dug in to admit you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you're way too dug in. You, you, you've, you've had show after show after show bashing this guy. And now when you see a little bit of light, you know, you're afraid to admit that you were wrong. And so they avoid the subject. They yeah. don't talk about it. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, not to rain on your 12-game parade, mm-hmm. but I noticed when I was going through the playoff history of the Cowboys, 
They've never won three consecutive playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. Never had to. Yeah, because they had a first-round bye. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've never gone wild card division. Why does that rain on my parade? Because you said they were going to win 12 straight. I said if they do, then they're going to do something they've never if done. If you look before. at the history of these yeah. teams, though, how they've you – know, It's hard to win three straight. It's hard to win three straight, but – but the great thing about it is there's teams that have done it. And, yeah. they, and, they, and the, those were teams, again, that were battle-tested throughout the year. Baltimore, it, the Giants. Giants. Yeah, it wasn't easy. And it that, just that, wasn't easy. And how about that Giants year? How big was the last regular season game yeah. that year? Again, wasn't it against the Patriots? Yeah. Where they beat the Patriots? Well, yeah. No, they came they, they, close. They, they, they came, came close. But, but, they, they came. but it, it gave but, them confidence, gave them. That, confidence that they could do it. They Much could play like with them. the Dak last game this year against the Giants, from yeah. a personal standpoint, probably right. gave them confidence and, and the team around them that, right. okay, yeah. And which goes right to your point that it, it wasn't a meaningless game. Not at all. You know? Not Just at like all. It wasn't a meaningless game for the Giants that that year no it, it, it none of these that's what i'm saying these like i always say must win and i get laughed at but they are they really are because you only play 16 you know and hey i would have been i'd been sick if they would have lost somebody at the end you know i I'd admit it i'd been sick if van Der Esch couldn't have played anymore dak could have played but to them it was important and you know god and, bless them they got it done and it doesn't matter as it relates to this game Saturday night, it doesn't matter on paper how much money you've spent on certain defensive players, yeah. whatever, uh-huh. any of that stuff. It's who plays the best game on Saturday night. If you tell me, if game. you ask me, and I'm not just saying this because I work for this team, but if you said which quarterback out there has the most guts, <laughs> your quarterback here has the most guts than that guy in Los Angeles. If it comes down to having to convert a third and 15, your guy's got guts. I don't know if their guy has guts. I don't see it in him. So if it turns into a tight game, give me the guy with the guts. Took a helmet to the knee or thigh trying to make that play. Give me that Made, guy. Making that play last Give me Saturday. that guy. Because everybody around him, the other 45 players, are going to do everything they can to make sure that guy walks off the field a winner. Make that, that, trust me, that's going to be the difference. All right, we take more of your phone calls. We make our picks when we come back on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. 
Visit myjohndeardealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, it's the playoffs. That means you got to get your face right. And to get your face right, you got to get some Jack Black. And the easiest way to do it is go to getjackblack.com and use the code Cowboys and get you that playmaker. You get four of the JB faves. And you will decide after using those small tubes of product that you're going to order the large size turbo wash, the beard lube, the face cleanser, all those things you will want. So go to jackblack.com and use the code COWBOYS. That's so much rhythm to that read. When they're <laughs> yeah, like morning traffic. Is it like we're uh-huh. rowing? We're oh, I'm tired of rowing. Now I'm gonna row again. Row, row, row. I'm, I'm gonna challenge you guys to ad lib the whole thing. You know what? I, I don't, still enjoy hey, I don't have any of these hey, things. Let me tell you what I had to do for you the other day, but what? you came back and fixed it. Cowboys this morning, talk by yourself for a minute forty-five. Straight? Mm-hmm. Oh, you I, didn't have anybody join you? No. No, I pulled one of your numbers. It's like they, they mic'd me up and they said, okay, talk a minute 45 about it. And that is not easy to do, mm-hmm. to talk a minute 45 On straight. On TV, yeah. yeah. And well, clean. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you don't get yeah, a yeah, do-over. They yeah. cover you up with video at all? Oh, they try. Yeah. They not say enough. they do, yeah, but you don't know when you're yeah. on and when you're not. It, yeah, it, it's like. they put that up later. Yeah, but talking a minute 45 Straight by yourself is not easy to do. Mickey, I admire you for doing that. And the Jack Black read, that was a minute 45 of straight talk. <laughs> it sure <laughs> felt like it. <laughs> it was 20 seconds. Probably. Was it? Yeah. felt like a minute 45. <laughs> if you're not a professional broadcaster, a minute 45, it's time especially for if you haven't memorized the oh. stats you want to use, oh. and it always feels uncomfortable. I don't know how you get used to it. Well, the key when you're is, not looking at the camera, like you're looking down at your notes, oh, and, just, and, and you lose track of the camera, and it's like, oh, I got to look at the camera. Yeah. The, the key is bullet points. Yeah. Is yeah. You don't you don't memorize what you're saying or anything. You yeah. just have certain things that you want to hit on. Right. You know, you got three different points that you want to make. Yeah. And I, I did it in I did it in two takes, and I did it because the only reason I got to the very end of it, and I said something about because we didn't know who they were going to play in the playoffs. I said, well, the play- playoffs, and I went, oh, playoffs, we don't know who they're going to play. And then, can't, But can't they just splice in? Nah, they, no, they, they, they made can't. me do the whole thing yeah, over you again. you got to do the whole thing over whole thing. Yeah. I got, I, You know what? <laughs> At minute 35, and I was almost home free, and I said something about the playoffs, and yeah, so, Caden, Caden looked at me and goes, 
So, just shook his head. And I thought, oh. So the pressure oh, builds God. in the final 30 seconds because if yeah. you screw up yeah. that that beautiful yes, yeah. you'll never <laughs> eloquent ever, you'll never ever go back you gave for the, for the for the last minute never. 30. If you screw up in the last 15 seconds, you got to do it all over. Never again. never do and, it right. And plus you've got somebody behind the canner camera frantically closed. waving waving their hands you gotta finish right and then you look at that and you forget what you're talking about yeah. or somebody's in your ear i don't know how you ever got used to that stage they, managers can kill you the key is is also not um <laughs> is not knowing or not is pretending that you're not on television right. just you're just talking to somebody yeah turn that camera into a person huh. i mean the greatest one i i saw in cowboys training camp in thousand oaks was Vern lundquist oh gosh you know yeah. Vern, he would do his stand up you know right by the practice field whatever and he was so relaxed when yeah. he talked it was just like he right. was just talking to his cameraman he right. wasn't talking to right. thousands of people on yeah. channel eight you know at the time it took me so long i mean i was never trained right mm. never and just started doing it, and I was doing it for Channel 4 in 91 and after the games, right? Home games, I had Ted Dawson with me. Mm. Road games. So you'd look good. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As compared to Ted. I'll let you say that. <laughs> On the road games, I would go to another station in, in, in where the game was, and they would set up a camera, and then they would leave. And at least if there's a cameraman there, you're kind of talking to the cameraman, uh -huh. right? They would yep. just put up the camera and just, okay, well, you know, when they say right. go, go. And it was like, oh, my God, I'm not talking to anybody. How's Periscope doing? They're hating us right now because they've got to go to meetings and they want our picks. Oh. Meetings. Well, we got a call we yeah. need to go to first. Go to a call Let's first. go to yeah. Freddie in yeah. Virginia. Yeah. Freddie, you better make it quick for the Periscope viewers. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Um, my my question is, um, I'm excited and I'm nervous about this game, but what are your thoughts about the Cowboys approaching this game the way they played the Saints? And I'll listen to your comments off air. Great, Freddie. High-powered offense, how do you approach that game? Play some dime, Mickey, try and figure out a way to stop some of these yeah, tight ends I, from running around? I don't know around. that they went into the Saints game and said, we're going to win this 13-10. to 10. No. It just kind of turned out that it way. It turned out that way. But yeah. if you can play defense the way they did in that game, if you can put pressure on the opposing quarterback the way they put uh, on Drew Brees, then you give yourself a chance to win. They tackled I don't really know. well in that yeah. game, too. I just don't know that you go in and – and think, okay, we're going to just play it real cozy and just score 13 points and right. beat them. Yeah. I, I, I think in this game, you're going to have to score. Every time we felt like the Cowboys have had to kind of control a high-powered offense, they've done a pretty good job, haven't they? They have. Yeah. I mean, they, we can hang our hat on that, right? Atlanta, Saints. Who else they played that has been just that freaking can light you up? Anybody else? I mean, Philly's got some weapons. Philly's got some weapons. Um, they could light you up with the tight end play, yeah, the receivers well, down the field. They scored 20 and 23 yeah. against the Cowboys. Yeah. This team's been all right against those teams that can throw the ball around and run and stuff. Just got to get after them. Yeah. I, that, that's where I think the key of this game is going to be. Right? We I talk mean, those about, guys asked me that today. Yeah. How are you going to deal with Woods and, yeah. and um, Cooks? Cooks. And I said, get after Goff. Yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. reason why they caught 1,200 yards worth of yeah. uh, passes. I like I like the matchup. I mean, read matchups today. I think it's going up. Dave's probably got it up for me now. But I, I like the Marcus Lawrence rushing in this game. 
I do. I think I think after watching the way the Rams had to play defense against or play offense against the Eagles and the Bears, I think the Cowboys can rush the passer just as well as those teams. You know, from the inside and from the outside. I think the blitzes are going to be a factor in this game for these guys. They better they better but the blitzes are going to be a factor for you too. You better be able to pick yeah, up. Yeah, it's there's going to be a lot of twist stunts. After they saw the Cowboys give up that stunt twist stunt sack in the the game the other day, Trust me, Wade Phillips is going to twist that front a bunch. A bunch. Pass protections is probably, both teams. probably the biggest key for both teams. Both teams. And, yeah, this is probably the most talented. I mean, it's a bunch of first-round picks on their defensive line. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, a castaway. Yeah. A couple castaway guys. Product. Of, yeah. But Fowler. Also, but also Sue. product of all those picks that they got with, uh, you know, in the Fisher era. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, they got to contend with Woods. But they got to contend with Antoine Woods, and that middle yeah. rush has been huge for the Cowboys. This quarterback doesn't run around, right? This guy doesn't escape. <clears throat> get to him, finish him. You know, get him on the ground. That's. I mean, this isn't Russell Wilson or Marcus Mariota, or I mean, this is Matt Ryan kind of guy. You know, it's going to run just a little bit on you, but you got to find a way to tackle him. He'll crumple. You know, I mean, I don't know if he crumples like Eli Manning crumples, but he'll crumple. You know. And you can affect it. The Bears affected the way he threw the ball by pressure. Yeah. You know? Yep. When he can set his Havenstein feet. Havenstein, he had a hard time blocking. What was the score in that game? He had a hard time blocking Khalil Mack. When he can set his feet, he can make some really – he can drop some dimes now. He can be yeah. really, really accurate. But, you know, you got to knock him off 6 the wasn't it? Bears? Yeah, it was 15-6, to 6, 15 something like that? To 6. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Bears – and the Bears – and by the way, the Bears quarterback played like a bag of you-know-what. I mean, he he could have played better that game. They could have made. They could have scored more points. I, I suggest the Cowboys uh, try to go that route to beat them, not the route the <coughs> Saints did. Yeah, 45-35. People are asking about Suafield. It's Connor Williams. Don't you guys think Connor Williams in this game? What it sounds. Yes. Like. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Connor Williams, guys. Yeah. If you're if you're listening on Periscope or whatever, however you're listening to us, I think All it's right. Connor Williams. In this Let's game. go around the horn. Who wants to go first on your picks? I'll go first. Rob Phillips goes first. Just what we talked about. Who can protect their quarterback better? I think the Cowboys have a chance to get to golf. We've seen teams do it. I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring game. But I'm going to take the quarterback that has been probably more battle-tested and more clutch in clutch situations. And I'm going to say Dak and the Cowboys win this one on the road, something like 20-17. to Uh, 20 to 17 Cowboys and your pick to click. I'm going to go with Tavon Austin for what we just talked about. You know, a guy that revenge, not just that. I mean, they're going to, they very well are going to need him in this game as a punt returner, maybe as a slot receiver. It just kind of has unfolded that, you know, he may have a bigger role than, than he ever could have imagined about a month ago. The guy with the more guts wins this game. And that's the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to find a way. I said last week about guys making one more play than the other guy. And, you know, it, it kind of comes down to that. I, I think Rob's absolutely right about the pass protection. I think if the Cowboys can hold up, I think the one great advantage that the Cowboys have and the Rams you know, can, can counter this as well. But, you know, with their ability to run the football. But Dallas's ability to run the ball, I think, is going to be key in this game. And I think they're going to be able to control it. I think they're going to be able to finish some drives here. I think a lot of it's going to be able to finish drives because of your quarterback and the way he plays. I'm going to say that the Cowboys 
find a way to hold the Rams in check, much like the Eagles and the Bears did. This game is going 27-20 Cowboys. 27-20 Cowboys. All right, you better listen up now because two of the last three games have been hot on these picks. Okay. Right? All right. It took us 17 weeks, but we're there. One was <laughs> one was perfect, and uh, last week I had 23-21, and it was 24-22. Garbage so, touchdown there late helped yeah. you, but go it, ahead. Back to cover. Back to cover. So did losing the kicker and yeah. having to go for two. <laughs> Back to our cover. Here we go. Just got one too many. Uh Cowboys 26-24. Mm. Oh, another two-point win. And my pick to click is going to be Sackman, Randy Gregory. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, Sackman. Is Randy that his nickname? Gregory. Is that what you call him, Sackman? I saw him yesterday when he was walking by in the hallway, and I, I said, hey, there's Sackman. He goes, no, no. There's Sackman. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of that? No. Sackman Carruthers. Yeah. You're the actor? The actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else is new? Okay. So what did he, it, he just kind of shook his head? Yeah. I go, what do you mean? He, no, no, no. You know, I heard that. you say yesterday that he the Rams a, may not be a, aware of how quick Randy Gregory yes. is. He needs a boost of confidence. You think the Rams are aware of how quick Randy yes, Gregory is? Oh, they're, they're, I, they're, I think they know. But they can't, they can't simulate it. Okay. Mm. All right. Once you get out on the field. Yeah. They got some rushers. They can practice against. <laughs> they're pretty, they're pretty they good, too. But they don't practice against them. Uh, yeah, we hope not. I mean, that's like all these people talking about, yeah. well, you better prepare to, to it, face Gurley because you have to face Ezekiel Elliott every day in practice. It's, kinda like, it's like, no, they don't face Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> it's kind of like, like Ross being, uh, you know, Aaron Donald this week, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? I'm going, you recall this, the last time <laughs> the Cowboys. <laughs> this is going to be a history lesson. Get ready. <laughs> you recall the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game? Yes, I do. That was 30 to 20. January 17th, 1993. I was there. What was it the was score of that 20, game? 20 game in the fourth <laughs> quarter. And what happened? Dun, Troy dun, 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 Aikman dun, hit dun, Alvin dun, dun, Harper dun, dun, on a slant. <laughs> he went 70 yards down the inside the 10-yard line, and Emmett Smith capped a win. It was a 30-20 to 20 Cowboys win over the 49ers, propelling uh-huh. America's team to Super Bowl 27. Well, this week, it will be a 20-20 game in the fourth quarter. Oh. Dak Prescott hits Michael Gallup on a slant 70 yards inside the 10-yard line, and Zeke Elliott finishes off the Rams. 30-20 to 20 is your final score. There you go. Okay, so that was a great history. I lesson. hate to correct your history. Oh, whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, it whatever. was 24-20, and Kelvin Martin scored the touchdown. Oh, that's true. But forget it. All right, don't worry about it. That, this is what I remember. This is, <laughs> this is my. That's what happens with revisionist history. <laughs> there you go. But Michael Gallup is my pick to click. All right. Yeah. And I just suggest they don't miss the extra point, like the Cowboys went for two to put the game away. If you remember. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we got one minute. The riverboat gambler. One Jimmy. minute. Who wins between Indianapolis and Kansas City? God, give me the Colts. I'm, ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like okay, it. That's I the like early it. game Saturday. Yep. Give me the Colts. 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 Colts around the board. Okay, we got Cowboys winning. Okay, early game Sunday, Chargers, Patriots. Pats. Give me the, 
the Pats at home. Hard to beat. Even though Chargers are playing well. Give God, me the they're Pats. They're playing awfully well. It's going to be about 21 degrees or something like that. Chargers are not going to be able to handle that. I'm going Patriots. Okay. I'll, I'll, oh, geez, Mickey. I'll make ta- a decision. I'll take the Chargers. Oh, there we go. And then. The Bolts. The Bolts. And then the late game on Sunday, the Eagles at the Saints. 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 Eagles. All right. NFC Championship <laughs> game. There it is. Here there it is. And then we get another history lesson. When the last time we hosted a championship game? Is it Green Bay? That's pretty easy to figure out. Yeah, there we go. 23 years ago. And yeah. that history lesson comes next week here we on go. Talking Cowboys. Enjoy the game and all of the preview of the game coming up in the next 48 hours here on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!